0: Hello, and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up, guys? We are finally back, week one of the NFL season, and that means it's time to go through my start sits for each position, and in today's video, it is going to be the wide receivers. I'm also gonna be posting my running backs today, so you know, go check that out after this video, but the way I kinda of structure this is I go through every single matchup, so all 16 games, and then I talk about every single you know fantasy-relevant Wide receiver on those teams and then label them a start or a sit that way You know, I get to talk about every single one of your guys players if you guys want there's going to be timestamps So you could just jump around to whatever players you guys have on your teams. That's totally fine But I do think you know It'd be informative to watch the whole video because these are also going to be the players that you're playing against Trading for all of that stuff and then also let me know down below in the comment section if you guys have specific start sits trade questions any of that stuff i'm going to be answering every single comment and then one last thing i just opened up a patreon page so that's going to have seasonal rankings weekly rankings trade targets you know trade pieces waiver wire discord access all of that stuff but the link is going to be down below if you guys want to check it out but let's get started right away starting off with the thursday night matchup buccaneers versus the cowboys and this is just going to be a ton of starts for me So for the Buccaneers, starting Mike Evans, starting Chris Godwin, starting Antonio Brown, I think all three of these guys are probably gonna be players that I feel confident plugging into my lineup on a week-to-week basis. You know, they may not all perform up to their standards, but that's what's gonna happen when you have so many weapons on a team. But if you're plugging them into your lineup for all 16 games, I really don't think you're going to be disappointed. And this is a prime matchup. For this offense. The Buccaneers are going to have a ton of scoring opportunities. There's going to be a ton of passing volume. So just a lot of overall touches and touchdown upside for all three of these stud wide receivers. And then I'm also going to be starting all three of the Cowboys big three. So Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and Michael Gallup. I was really on the fence here with Michael Gallup. I think Cooper and C.D. Lamb are going to be weekly starts. Just plug them in. You don't even have to think about it. Michael Gallup was kind of a tougher call but I do think this is a favorable matchup just because this Buccaneers' run defense is so good. Their pass defense is solid, but I mean, it does force teams just to throw the ball way more because their run defense is so stout. Plus, Zach Martin is out. I think Zeke's going to have a tough time this game, so they're gonna have to rely on Dak. I also think they're probably gonna be down. So they're gonna need to throw the ball the entire game. And these three wide receivers are definitely going to be beneficiaries of that. So, you know, in deeper leagues, I'd feel confident plugging Michael Gallup in as a flex. So just a ton of starts at the wide receiver position in this game. Now let's move on to Sunday, where we're talking about the Jaguars visiting the Houston Texans. And this is kind of a tough call with the Jaguars receivers, just because we really haven't seen all of these guys out there together for a long period of time. We just don't really know who's the number one, who's the number two, who's the number three. You know, are there these obvious divisions or are they all kind of, you know, mixed up? We really just don't know. So this was tough, but I'm going to be starting LaVisca Chenault. I just think out of all the preseason games, he has kind of been the guy who's shown the best chemistry with Trevor Lawrence. And then I'm going to be sitting DJ Chark and Marvin Jones. This could definitely change, you know, by next week. If we see all three of these guys involved, maybe Chark or Jones is kind of looking like the alpha, then this could totally shift up. But for this week, this is what I'm going with. And then the Texans, I really think they only have one fantasy relevant wide receiver, and that is going to be Brandon Cooks. You know, all those other guys are just so jumbled on the depth chart behind Brandon Cooks. So I didn't even list them here as sits. Brandon Cooks is going to be a start for me just because he is so clearly the number one in this offense. The Texans are going to have to be throwing the ball a lot because they're gonna be down in a lot of these games. So Brandon Cooks can get you some points with that volume and his big play upside. So I would feel confident having Cooks there in my lineup. Next up, we've got the Chargers playing against the Washington football team. And they're gonna be two pretty clear starts in this game. It's just gotta be the wide receiver ones, Keenan Allen and Terry McLaurin. And those are really the only two guys I'm going to be starting for the Chargers. I'm going to be sitting Mike Williams. He's definitely gotten some hype this off-season. I haven't really bought into it. You know, he could very easily finish somewhere from like wide receiver 40 to wide receiver 50, and you could look back and say, "Oh, you know, that was a pretty solid season." But the issue is, the man is just so inconsistent. You know, he'll have like 13 games of pretty poor production, and then he'll have like three really solid boom games. And if he was in your lineup, great but the rest of those weeks, it's just worthless. So I just don't wanna deal with the headache of having to choose those weeks. And then for the Washington football team, Curtis Samuel was a guy that I was pretty high on throughout the off season, but he has missed a lot of time during training camp. So I just kinda need to see him in action before I can feel comfortable plugging him into my lineup. And then same thing with Deami Brown. He is a rookie. I do think he's talented, but we just don't know exactly what he can bring to the table just yet. Now we've got the Seahawks traveling to Indianapolis to play the Colts. And for the Seahawks, just two clear locked-in starts, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. You know, Lockett may be a very volatile wide receiver, but I feel like you're rarely ever going to be able to take him out of your lineup just because his boom weeks are absurd. You know, Mike Williams may have some boom weeks, but when Tyler Lockett hits a boom, he will single-handedly win you that week. then I'm just going to be sitting every wide receiver on the Colts. This is kind of a situation where I just don't know what this offense is going to look like. We don't know who's going to be the number one, number two, T.Y. Hilton's hurt. So just all these guys are all jumbled together. So week one, I don't really feel comfortable starting Pittman, Pascal, or Campbell. But I do think, you know, a few weeks into the season, we see one of these guys starting to emerge. They could definitely be a very solid fantasy football asset. And then we've got the Jets playing the Panthers, and for this Jets team, it's a very kind of deep wide receiver room, but I do think Corey Davis has really emerged as the number one. It definitely seems like he has the best chemistry with Zach Wilson, and so he is going to be a start here. And then I'm gonna be sitting his teammates Crowder And Elijah Moore. You know, I do like Elijah Moore, but he really just hasn't gotten enough work this preseason. He's been injured, and right now he is listed actually behind Jamison Crowder and behind Keelan Cole on the depth chart. So that's definitely not ideal. And then for this Panthers team, you got to start DJ Moore and Rob Yanderson. Those are two players that I'm probably going to feel confident starting every single week. And then I'm gonna be sitting Terrace Marshall. We've heard some great things about him out of training camp. And I do think he could definitely be like a flex play throughout the season. It's just another one of these situations where I just want to wait and see, you know, how he's used in this offense. If he really can be the wide receiver three before I kind of just make a rash move and chuck him into my lineup. This next matchup is just stacked for fantasy football wide receivers. It's gonna be Vikings playing against the Bengals. And for the Vikings, Justin Jefferson, 100% locked in start every single week he's on the field. Adam Thielen is also gonna be a start. You know, he's probably gonna be someone that I do feel confident throwing into my lineup on a weekly basis. You know, maybe if your wide receivers are stacked, you could leave him on the bench, but I would have no problem with Adam Thielen in my lineup. And then for the Bengals, this may be a little bit controversial, but I have T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd as starts. And I actually have Jamar Chase as a sit this week. Here's the thing with Jamar Chase. a top prospect he is probably going to end up being a great nfl wide receiver the issue is he is just not impressed in training camp he is not impressed in preseason and so you know it is in the cards that he goes out week one just balls out you know the rust is just gone but it's just not something that i want to bank on you know nothing we've heard out of Bengals camp has warranted anyone plugging him into their starting lineup unless it is just totally you know a necessity but I do feel confident with Higgins and Boyd. And Chase could definitely turn into a guy who I feel comfortable starting later in the season. But we have to remember, even wide receivers who were great last year, take Justin Jefferson. He put together one of the best rookie wide receiver seasons of all time. He struggled in the first two weeks. So, you know, Jamar Chase, who has been struggling in training camp, not someone that I wanna be starting week one. We've also got some studs in this next matchup between the Cardinals and the Titans. For the Cardinals, DeAndre Hopkins locked in start every single day of the week. And then for the sits, I'm basically gonna be sitting everyone else in this wide receiver room, Christian Kirk, AJ Green, Rondell Moore. You basically have like a ton of these second tier wide receivers. You know, potentially one of them breaks out as the wide receiver two, that's great. But week one, we just don't know enough for me to feel confident throwing any of these guys in. And then for the Titans, this is just a two-man show here with AJ Brown and Julio Jones, and they are 100% going to be in the lineup, especially in this very juicy matchup versus the Cardinals secondary. Up next, we've got the 49ers traveling to play the Detroit Lions. And for the Niners, I'm gonna be starting both of their wide receivers, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. This could very easily be a 1A, 1B type of situation between both of these guys. And so I think they could easily put together some very solid games. And then for these Lions wide receivers, I just don't feel comfortable throwing any of these guys into my lineup. You know, I may sound like a broken record with this, We just really gotta see it play out. So Tyrell Williams, Khalif Raymond, Amon Ross St. Brown, we just don't know who is going to be the wide receiver one. So I'm just gonna be waiting to see if one of those guys can emerge. We've got a high profile game here, Steelers versus the Bills and I'm gonna be starting all three of these Steelers wide receivers. Pittsburgh is going to have to score this game to keep up with the Bills, and all three of these wide receivers are very talented. You know, I would have them in this order. Deontay Johnson one, Chase Claypool two, Juju Smith three, but if they're throwing the ball a lot, Juju should get his volume, Deontay should get his volume, and Claypool definitely has that big playability, so all three of those guys could see my starting lineups. Then for the Bills, this was honestly a tough call. Obviously, Stephon Diggs, 100% locked in starter. But then you've got these other three guys, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, Emmanuel Sanders. Originally, I had Cole Beasley as a starter, but then I kind of started thinking, you know, if Beasley's a starter, why can't Davis be a starter? Why can't Sanders be a starter? So once again, I'm just gonna wait and see how these targets are distributed. I do think Cole Beasley is kind of like the safety blanket for Josh Allen. He's gonna have his role Gabriel Davis had a very solid year last year, but I do think he's kind of a player that really is gonna be reliant on touchdowns. So I don't know how comfortable I'd feel starting him, especially when he's just 100% locked in behind Stephon Diggs. You know, Cole Beasley kind of has his own role there in the slot. But then you've also got Emmanuel Sanders, who could also be a top volume option. So I'm just gonna wait and see, you know, how these targets are dispersed. Now we've got the battle of the birds between the Eagles and the Falcons. On the Eagles side, I'm going to be starting Devonta Smith. I just think he's the wide receiver one here. They're just not going to have a ton of weapons, so I think he's just going to get enough volume to be a startable guy. I'm going to be sitting Jalen Rager and Quez Watkins. Apparently, Watkins has kind of emerged as the wide receiver two. You know, if we see him really start to ball out, then I'd consider starting him, but just not week one. And then for the Falcons, Calvin Ridley, locked in starter every single week. I am going to be sitting Russell Gage. I think he's going to be the wide receiver too, but I just need to make sure it's not some sort of committee at that spot. Or, you know, there is a possibility that Kyle Pitts just kind of comes in and takes over that number two target role. So even if Russell Gage is the wide receiver too, he may be the third overall target, which wouldn't be an ideal spot. So really just another wait and see situation. Now we've got a huge game here between the Browns and the Kansas City Chiefs. On the Brown side, I'm gonna be starting Odell and Jarvis Landry. If I'm being honest, they're both kind of on that fringe where I don't feel great about starting them. And the main reason here is just that the Browns are going to be a run first team. They're going to run through Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Baker and these weapons just kind of seem like complementary pieces towards that main goal of just rushing the ball down the field but they are playing the Chiefs. They're probably gonna need to be putting up a lot of points to stay competitive. So that should open the door for some OBJ and Landry points. On the Chiefs side, I'm just gonna be starting Tyreek Hill. You know, he's one of the top wide receivers in the NFL and for fantasy. So he's gonna be a start every single week. I am not high on the wide receiver two here, McColl Hardman. I do not think he has that job totally locked up and it really hasn't been a super successful fantasy job you know, even when Sammy Watkins was there. So Tyreek Hill is the only guy on the Chiefs. I'm gonna feel comfortable starting from the wide receiver position. Then we've got the Packers traveling to not New Orleans. I believe they're traveling to Jacksonville with all the crazy hurricane stuff. But for the Packers side, Devontae Adams, obvious, don't even need to talk about it. I am gonna be sitting Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He's a guy that I do kind of like as a sleeper in drafts just because if he can come in and be the wide receiver too, take that step, limit the drops, you know, if it all comes together, he could definitely have some value, but definitely am not super confident yet. I've got to see it first. Like I've said, for a lot of these players on the Saints, they are just decimated at the wide receiver position, which has opened up a ton of opportunity for marquez calloway i think he is just going to be the guy here he is going to be the wide receiver one until michael thomas is back we saw him have some great chemistry with Jameis winston and not only that great chemistry in the preseason the man looked like a baller he looked like a great nfl wide receiver so i'm not saying he's one of these top guys but he is more than capable of being a fantasy start and then i'm going to be sitting Traquan smith you know He could have had the opportunity to be the wide receiver one, but unfortunately, he dealt with some injuries throughout training camp, so that opportunity kind of passed him by. Now we've got the Broncos playing against the Giants, and on this Broncos side, I am going to be starting Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Do I feel great about it? No, I don't. Just because you have a lot of weapons on this offense, you got Teddy Bridgewater there. I just don't see a lot of ceilings with these players. Sutton's coming back from an ACL. I think Judy is wildly overrated, but I do think they're still kind of suitable starts, especially in flex plays. I'm going to be sitting their backups, Hamler and Patrick. I just don't really think this is an offense that's going to be able to support all these weapons that they have. And then for the Giants, right now I have Kenny Galladay and Sterling Shepard. Listed as sits. Here's the thing as of right now, you know, I'm recording this on Monday night. It's going to be going out Tuesday morning. We just don't know if Kenny Galladay is going to be a start. If, you know, they come out, they say he's starting, he's not limited at all, then I would feel comfortable starting him. But if he's kind of limited, there's just so much uncertainty with this Giants offense that I'd like to just avoid it. I believe this next game is the only game where I'm going to be sitting every single wide receiver, and this is going to be the Dolphins versus Patriots. I'm sitting Jalen Waddell, I'm sitting Devontae Parker, I'm sitting Jacoby Myers, sitting Nelson Aguilar, and sitting Kendrick Bourne. I really think this is gonna be a pretty low scoring game. I think it's gonna be dominated on the ground. I think these are two very solid defenses, playing some younger quarterbacks. I just don't see a lot of value here with these wide receivers. On the Dolphins side, You know, you could make an argument that Jalen Waddle has some upside here, especially with Will Fuller, who was suspended. That's why he's not here on that list. I mean, you definitely shouldn't have him in your lineup because he's not going to be playing. But that's the thing, you know, Waddle could be the play. Just don't feel super solid with it. And then for the Patriots, you know, you've got these lockdown Miami corners. I do think Myers is going to be the number one, but this week is just not the time where I feel comfortable throwing him out there. I feel like these tight ends are probably going to be pretty involved. Aguilar has really disappointed throughout training camp and Kendrick Bourne just really hasn't made a splash. So just not super high on any of those guys. On to the Sunday night football game, Bears at the Rams. Allen Robinson, obvious start every day of the week. I'm going to be sitting Darnell Mooney, just not seeing a lot of upside, even though he is going up against his boy Jalen Ramsey. But with Andy Dalton there, I'm really just not seeing it. And then for the Rams, I have Robert Woods and Cooper Cup locked in starters. These are guys who have to be in your lineup probably every single week of the season if they're healthy. And then I am going to be sitting Deshaun Jackson. He's just dealt with so many injuries. He is a boom or bust player, you know, even when he was in his prime so just definitely not someone i feel confident plugging in if he can log you know a solid health record and then also play well then something i could consider but definitely not for week one and then on to the last game here at monday night football this is actually another situation where i don't feel comfortable starting any of these players so for the ravens marquise brown and sammy watkins just don't feel great about it even though rashad bateman is not here still just don't really trust these guys. Mark Andrews is probably gonna be the number one weapon and they're gonna be relying on that running game. And then for the Raiders, this is kind of another situation of a bunch of these wide receivers who we just don't know who is going to break out. We've heard that it's going to be Brian Edwards. I've just gotta see it first. So I'm gonna be sitting Edwards, Ruggs, and Renfro. So that is gonna wrap it up for all 16 matchups for week one, which wide receivers I feel comfortable plugging into my lineup. Or whether or not i'm going to leave them on my bench if you guys have specific start sit questions trade advice any of that comment down below i'll try to respond to every single person who comments and then also if you enjoyed the video you stuck around to the end please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel that really helps support me a lot and i would appreciate it and then i think i mentioned this at the beginning check out the Patreon linked down below. See if it's something you're interested in. But thank you guys for stopping by. I'll have my tight end and quarterback start sits coming out tomorrow on Wednesday. But thank you and I'll see you next time.